Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. I was uh, watching some debate TV a couple days ago. People getting ready for the Super Bowl. Mahomes v. Brock Purdy. I mean, if this is a topic, I... The question was, if Mahomes were to walk away after this Super Bowl, is he a Hall of Famer? And I'm going, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's not even a debate over right, there. Right, right, right. Let's call this segment what it is, a warning label for certain topics that come up this week that, um, that, are, that are not, you know, it's, it, it's, a, non, it's, it's a non-top. Patrick Mahomes, I, I, think Patrick, I think if Patrick Mahomes had walked away after last year, like if he had walked... Bill Barnwell would argue that if Patrick Mahomes walked away after he won the Super Bowl in 2019, that he was a Hall of Famer because he had won a regular season MVP and a Super Bowl MVP, and everyone that's ever done that is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So with two full seasons, Bill Barnwell of ESPN.com said he would have put Patrick Mahomes in the Hall of Fame. Now I'm sure John McClain would say, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard because he only played two seasons, but... Some people have different thresholds. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. That's what he would have said. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how many, how many two-time NFL MVPs are not in the Hall of Fame? Because right now, if Lamar Jackson wins the MVP for a second time, yeah, I would. Is there anybody that would uh, put him in the Hall of Fame? No. Though? Yeah. No, no. No. The velvet rope for the Hall of Fame. Not. Not. It's not hard and fast. Like there are. There's quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame. There's obviously. Dan Marino. Yeah, there's Dan Marino Dan, and Jim Kelly and Dan Fouts and Jim Kelly. Well, you know, guys that didn't win a Super Bowl. Didn't yeah. win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, there's guys in there that didn't win a Super Bowl. Um, but I don't know that those guys were ever viewed as the reason why their teams never won Super Bowls. You know, like I feel like Lamar Jackson is like the trend, the track that he's on right now, six years in or whatever it is, six seasons, six and a half seasons in. It's not just that he's not made a Super Bowl or not made a ton of headway in the playoffs overall. It's that he's been on a team where every other aspect of that team largely has been elite, and he hasn't really even threatened a Super Bowl. I mean, I guess if you count them, they lost by one score to Kansas City last week. Did anybody think Kansas City was losing that game at any point during Sunday afternoon? I didn't, Um, even though it wound up being a closer game in the end. Um, So, yeah, that's an interesting one, man. Lamar Jackson... Yeah, I'll tell you the other thing about like Pat Mahomes already. I mean, it, like in passing yardage is really 
a messed up stat these days because historically it's just been blown out of the water. The modern era of passing is so far above everybody else. But like Mahomes is already ninth all time in passing yardage. No, that's playoffs. Never mind. Okay. Jeez, I was just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not, I was like, how the hell did that happen? Yeah. No, he's not even close to uh, uh, being at the top of the list on all-time passing yardage. You could make some arguments there, but the, yeah, the Super Bowl championships trump all that. I just I thought about the MVP part because you know, like JJ, if JJ had gotten, let's say, if JJ had never played past his third defensive MVP, which was relatively early in his career, twenty fifteen, five years in, he had won three already. Yeah, yeah. would he have been? An, I th- I feel like most people would have felt he was a Hall of Fame member. Um, despite having played so few years and never having won a Super Bowl, even coming close to a Super Bowl, but a quarterback who has two MVPs and hasn't hasn't been to a Super Bowl, I don't know. Boy. I would like I would I'd be surprised if there are any two time MV- offensive MVPs who aren't in the Hall of Fame. And yet, I don't. I think the consent. I think the majority would really right now feel that Lamar Jackson is clearly not a Hall of Fame caliber player. You just stumbled onto something really interesting there, though. Like I, if you ask people, I mean, Lamar has played the same number of years virtually as JJ did when he had won the three defensive player of the year awards. And I you know, look, I think winning two MV winning two MVPs is is probably on a similar difficulty level to winning three defensive player of the year awards. You know what I mean? Like you're you you're an elite player at your position for a big chunk of the season or for a big chunk of of, of time for five or six years. And I think I think JJ could have walked away after 2015. Like, let's pretend that the back injury pops up and he comes back in 2016, and let's pretend the back injury he got was something he just couldn't come back from or didn't want to come back yeah. from. You say, you know what? I'm walking away. I I think he would have been an MV. I think he would have been a Hall of Famer, and I think he and I think he might have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because here's the thing: I, the rest of the way in JJ's career. He really only had one more. He played for another six or seven years, but only had one more great season. Like great he had one season. more. He had one more All Pro season. Yes, and then yeah, and then after that, I mean, he had his last year in Arizona. He had well into the double digit sacks. Twelve and a half right? sacks. Twelve yeah. and a half sacks. Yeah. Okay, so not well into it, but still double di- double year. digit sacks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- those three MVPs loomed large, and yet here we are with uh, the only. The only player, the only other player who's gotten two NFL MVPs is Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, Jim Brown had three. He's in the Hall of Fame. Johnny Unitas, three. Brett Favre, three. Okay. Tom Brady, three. Like, but there's only like two. There's very few guys other than guys who are already. Aaron Rodgers has four. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you, you confuse me with the way you phrase that. At Sorry. First. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the I, actual specifically the number that has numeral two. two. Yeah. If if Lamar Jackson gets a second one, only he and Pat Mahomes have had two. Peyton Manning five MVPs. So like all of those above them are MVPs. Pat Mahomes with two. Uh, is going to be in the Hall of Fame, or so all those other guys are Hall of Famers. Uh, but Lamar Jackson, right now, I would have to guess would would. You, there's no way in hell you're you're saying, oh yeah, he's a shoe in Hall of Fame. No, right no, yeah. no. And I think I think similar to, I think the same way that guys who let's use Terry Bradshaw as an example. Like Terry Bradshaw was not a great regular season quarterback. He's in the Hall of Fame based almost solely on the strength of what he. Had been during the regular or during the postseason with those Steeler teams. Yeah, uh, he won four Super Bowls. I think similarly, when you're a quarterback, the opposite can keep you out. You know, the same way the positive can get you in, like it did for Terry Bradshaw, or even get you in the argument for it because you win a couple suits. Like that's that dude. Eli Manning's entire candidacy is based on two 
postseason right, runs. Right. He's the anti-Lamar. Yeah. Like that's anybody arguing about Eli Manning. If you're bringing anything regular season to the table with Eli Manning, you're arguing against yourself because he was not a good regular season quarterback. But people think he's going into the Hall of Fame, eh, probably in part because his last name is Manning. That doesn't hurt, but because he he won two Super Bowls and they were both against Tom Brady. He beat mm-hmm. the undefeated Patriots and then he beat him again in 2011. So 2007, 2011. Yeah, like that's quarterbacks just different, man. It's just different, you know. Like nobody's judging, nobody's judging JJ Watt on team results, and I hope nobody's judging Andre Johnson on team results next week when when that gets announced. So with uh, well, and then there's the all. If you don't have the okay, I guess that's the other part of it though too. There's kind of a sliding scale, isn't there? If you don't have the Super Bowl, then it's like how much did you compile in that time to offset that you don't have a Super Bowl? Yeah, and I think that that. You know, obviously with quarterbacks, Dan Marino or Jim Kelly, they compiled a whole lot. of. They, they stacked on top a lot of great seasons. If Lamar Jackson were to continue to do – if Lamar Jackson never got another MVP, but he – at some point he's got to at least get to a champion – like a conference championship game or lose a Super Bowl Well, he did. He, I mean, he it's did a, this year. He got to a conference championship. Or, I mean, I guess he's got to – sorry, make it past the – make it past the conference championship yeah, get game. Get to a Super lose, Bowl. Lose a Super Bowl. Yep. Um, but, like, then – like, if you were to play – 15 years doing the same thing then he's in the hall of fame yeah it's just in the absence for a quarterback in the absence of a victory then you better be up there on the all-time leaderboard with a lot of things and that's marino like marino got to one early in his career and then everybody thought it was automatic he was going to get back i mean that's a he's a cautionary tale like if you if you have a if you're with a franchise who's just not very good at putting a defense on the other side of the field um, or you know, getting you the weapons that you need. You played against Marino in his very last game, Seth. Didn't that's you? right. I sent him home. You ended his career. I said, "Get out of here, Marino." Right, and they right. benched him. I was like, "That's right, scram, Buster." <laughs> Called him Buster because yeah. I figured he's he's old, you know. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, "I'll use I'll use what they used to say back in the day." Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, it was honestly though. I like I, it was sad. It was really almost. I mean, I didn't in the moment. I wasn't thinking it was sad. I was thinking it was awesome because we were right. We were going to the was the score sixty two to seven. We were going to the AFC Championship game and we had just won sixty two to seven. Yeah, all we had to do was beat a team that we hadn't beat yet that year in two attempts was the Tennessee Titans. And nobody that's all we had to do. Nobody beats a team three times in one year. That's that's probably what people were saying leading into that week. Probably something like that. Yeah, I don't know. they yeah. sure beat our ass. Yeah, <laughs> damn Steve McNair. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That Marino game was so weird, though. Like, so many weird things happened. Because, for one, he just he was throwing ducks up. It was like, it was, I, I know people criticized Jimmy Johnson for benching him. That was an act of mercy. Be, he, didn't, he didn't need to be out there any longer. And then, like, at one point, right before a, like, we were all, I think we were all down in our stances. And all of a sudden, right before a snap one play, one of the sprinklers in the end zone popped no up and went off. No way. Yeah, like, it was just all this weird stuff kept happening. It didn't feel like a football game in no the second way. half. No way. Oh, my God. Yeah. What, so did they, what they did they do? They stopped the game? They, they stopped they, it. Like, it was weird. It was like a mega sprinkler. Like, it popped up, and it, like, it hit some garbage can. The garbage can went skipping across the field. Yeah. It was really weird. Everything was strange. Uh, I'm looking at the box score for that right now, Seth, for the, uh, the, the, the trouncing of Dan Marino that you were involved with. Let's see. How did – I don't think I did much that day. That I think day. I brought we had that de- our defense was so good that year. There were some times where you'd like be on the field for like thirty snaps. It was yeah, it that's, was well, crazy. That's the thing. It right, was nuts. right, right. There's yeah. probably not a lot of which meant like if the defense was on the field for like forty snaps, that meant that I was only on the field for like you know twenty or less. <laughs> Dan Marino, eleven of 25, 95 yards and two interceptions in that game. Oh God, Damon Oof. Damon Heward came in five of sixteen for forty six yards in that game. Damon so Hewitt, was, uh, not Brock so Hewitt. we just we couldn't even be, we couldn't even beat Damon Hewitt that day. What happened uh, to Brunel? Did he get taken out of the game early? Like he only played. Probably. Like Jay Fiedler played. More, Jay Fiedler had more pass attempts in that game than Mark Brunel did. They probably they must have taken him out early. Plus, I think that uh, well, Baselli got. I think I think Baselli got injured in that game, or yeah. he got injured. He had gotten injured a couple games before, so they were being really careful with Brunel because the offensive line. That's where we were in trouble that year. Was the injuries kind of. Bit us at the end of the year. Fred Taylor, eighteen of eighteen carries for a buck thirty-five in that game, including a ninety-yarder. He, he had a ninety-yard touchdown in that game. Yeah, it's just a warm-up job. For Fred, Fred Taylor. Yeah, dude, you guys had some explosives in that game. Fred Taylor. The offense. No, the offense. We had some weaponry on that offense. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was Jimmy Smith and um, Jimmy and, Smith, uh, seventy-yard pass from Jay Fiedler. Alvis Witted. 38-yard pass from Jay Fiedler. Elvis Witted, who nearly qualified uh, for the Olympics in the 100-meter dash. Yeah. Kind of fast. Yeah. yeah. Nice Keenan McArdle. What, what Keenan do in that game? I'll tell you what Keenan McArdle did in that game, Seth. Let me page down here. Keenan McArdle of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not much. Uh, four catches for 52 yards. Jimmy Smith was the big one that day. Five yeah. for a buck 36 and two touchdowns in that game. And then Fiedler would go on the next, was it the next year that he, yeah, the next year he ended up starting for Miami. Yeah, he went to the Dolphins right? the next year, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they liked yeah. what they saw. He was 7 of 11 for 172 yards and two <laughs> touchdowns in that game. They, they looked at him as the key to like, well, if we can't beat him, we'll have him join us. It yeah. was like when Bill O'Brien was, was, uh, was, was getting all hot and bothered watching Chris Polk highlights from the year before for the <laughs> Eagles, and they're like, well, let's get him on the Texans this year. Fiedler was uh, the first time he played that year. I mean, eh, whatever. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fiedler, so Fiedler had to replace Dan Marino, which is a, those are big shoes to fill. I think your guy Fred Taylor's a finalist for the Hall of Fame this year, too, with uh, Andre Johnson, if I'm not mistaken. 
So you got two former teammates on the in ticket. Competition, they're in vying comp- against yep. each other. Yep. That's tough for me emotionally. Yeah, I feel like I'm right back in divorce court. <laughs> <laughs> Judge asking me to tell me which which uh, which which parent I want to live with. Fred yeah. Taylor and Andre Johnson find themselves on a group text with Seth Payne and a therapist. <laughs> like, what are, we, what, got, are, what are we doing on here? Yeah, I remember like as I've, I've revisited that uh, when I was a kid. The the divorce uh, judge, the family court judge, sat me down in his chambers and asked if I had a preference for which family member I wanted to go to. And he said, you know, I won't tell either of them. And uh, A, I didn't trust him. Like, I thought he might be lying to me. Like, he was going to go out and just blab it to everybody. Well, old Sethers says that he wants to live with his mommy, um, which I did. I want to live with my mommy. But I also felt like, A, I didn't trust that this judge was going to keep it confidential. And B, my dad... My dad had such like a like a psychological mind control yeah. over me, like a yeah. real psycho stuff that I was kind of like petrified to to admit to anybody that I wanted to live with my oh mom my instead God. of my dad. <laughs> and uh, that's why I beat the crap out of Dan Marino. 30 years and, later. and then yada yada yada, sixty two to seven. Took it out on old Danny there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. Well, why the extra hit, Seth? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you, you got issues going on, man. <laughs> All right. Payne and Pendergast with you on a Thursday. Uh, let's uh, we'll wind it down here. Mikoversary was yesterday. I wrote some things about D'Amico Ryans a year ago that I felt like he would squash some misconceptions about the Texans. We know he had a successful season on the field. Did he have a successful season off the field in the eyes of Sean T. Pendergast? That is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.